good day and welcome to the Larry Lakers, the Dribbling Chit Chat Show. The questions by the people, for the people. And tonight we've got a great question. If you're up late or you're getting up early watching this on the way to work, thank you and please like, subscribe and give us your support. We appreciate all we've got so far. But the Lakers, one of our viewers has asked a question. What if Christian Wood had signed for a rival? I think our viewer was sick of all the concern and all the can really debate about what sort of a signing this was and uh, what it would do for the Lakers. But flip that, and I think we had a little look at something like this a couple of shows ago, nearly a week ago we raised the question, but what if the Lakers had not signed Wood and he ended up signing for the veterans minimum at another team well here's a good one what if he'd signed with the clippers what would the reaction be in lakers land i know we're concerned about the empty calories and that these aren't great points that this man's got well they're good points but they haven't led to winning we're also concerned about the history of shifting from teams we're concerned about what sort of teammate he is uh because he did get suspended one game there at Houston uh, for some trouble with the coaching there uh, in not going back on. So what a great question. The Lakers, what if Wood had signed for another rival? How would the fans react? LeBron-led revenge tour. One of our fans asks about that. And how can that tour take place if there's new rules for stars where you can't rest two stars on the same night? What does that mean for teams like the Lakers? Well, the Lakers, what if Wood had signed? That question comes from Mo from Memphis, one of our listeners over there in Memphis. Good on you, Mo. He said he used to be at the Brooklyn Nets, and now he is in Memphis. So he goes to the games there, and he is a fan. Good on you, Mo. You've seen a little bit there from Brooklyn and the Nets all the way to Memphis, the Grizzlies. Good on you, mate. What about LeBron-led revenge tour? We'll talk about that in a minute. But have a look at this first one. Is a picture of the Clippers. Mo, great question. What if our crosstown rivals had got the signature just for the same price the Lakers had, the veterans minimum, for a second year with a player option? Fair enough, Christian Wood could go somewhere else if he decided to after one year. Maybe he's reinstated his value. We'll talk about some of those players as well that have done so with the Lakers in recent history. But how would Lakers fans like to wake up and hear what would the comments be about Palinka and the organisation if they didn't take the opportunity to sign Christian Wood and they woke up to find he was at the... Clippers, the LA Clippers, the Crosstown Rivals, same stadium at the moment. What would the reaction be? Then, how would the reaction be? They've already signed so many veteran minimum contracts that the great work of the Lakers doesn't look as good at the moment as that of the Phoenix Suns. I'm really looking forward to comparing the two. Polinka, the Phoenix Suns, Miami are another team that always seem to be able to get bargained. But how would you be if the Phoenix Suns had signed Christian Wood for the minimum, what would your reaction be? Good question there, Mo from Memphis. 
Hey, how about this one? He can hit a three, and we know who loves a three and a bit of small ball, as we saw in the USA FIBA World Cup fiascos there from Coach Kerr. Wouldn't they have loved to have got their hands on this man? Instead, the Lakers have got him. Maybe we should be glad that Golden State doesn't have Christian Wood on a minimum contract. Great question, Mo. Now, he was, of course, at Dallas, so... That's a sort of mind expansion on Mo from Memphis's question. We're worried that he'd be with a Western Conference rival, but hang on. He was at a Western Conference rival, so why are you upset? Why are you worried about it, or why is it even worth bringing up? Well, it's different, I think. Um, I'm not saying Dallas wasn't a Western Conference rival. I'm saying uh, they got the contract under different circumstances, closer to the $13 million a year mark. Uh, they had to trade and give something away to Houston to get the contract of Christian Wood. So they were playing him under different expectation. The Lakers have taken the risk under that minimum contract. So, And there is that second year that the Lakers haven't got secured because that is a player option. But to be able to do that with your 14th, we forget quite often this is the 14th roster spot. So... If we were talking about a player we needed to put in there at 20 million, 15 million, three years at 16 million, I'd be really worried. I'd be wondering what's going on. Has there some sort of genius move there with Coach Ham and the history that's going to guarantee this working? But the fact that this man at Dallas wasn't on the same sort of deal is different to saying what if a Western Conference rival, they're, they're a rival, but they weren't under the same circumstances, the same contract conditions. So I don't think the risk is the same for the Lakers. Now, let's have a look at what he did do at Dallas then to see what's coming because I think we forget there were other people we talked about there playing uh, Bismarck Biombo, other centres. There was even talk there, Javal McGee, the Mavericks. They seem to have set us up a few times. I'm not sure. This would be another great podcast. What do players that have, when they're finished at the Mavericks, ever go on to do? We haven't seen many. There was a great trade years ago there to the Grizzlies. Didn't work out. We'll look into that one. But I haven't seen too many former Mavericks when their contract's finished there or they've been like, they haven't gone on to do that much. But maybe that's another case study. We'll get into that another time. But in 67 appearances, I think that's good. Straight away, there's a player who's virtually playing more games than Anthony Davis did last year. Right around that, a number, and he might have been available for more. Um, 27 years of age, something to remember. This is a young fellow coming into his prime. Took him a little while to develop, but some players play four years at college and maybe have that time to develop. Where to find his spot in the NBA? Took him a while there, uh, starting at Philadelphia, of course, and bumped around a little bit. He probably only really got going once he got to Detroit and um, found a little bit of form there. But that was a team that needed him to play some minutes. Now, the Lakers don't need him as the main scorer. Things might not be the same. Maybe the points will be valuable points, not those empty calories, as we say. 
that where he scored points at Houston, but they didn't necessarily lead to wins. Now, 27 years of age, great age, as we just said, 16 points. So you're looking at nearly 17 points, seven rebounds. Now, could the Lakers use 16, 17 points and seven rebounds and nearly two assists and just over one block? Absolutely. Not just that, they were in 26 minutes. How good is that? 26 minutes. They're productive minutes. This guy is... I don't know, he, he's a game, not a game changer, but he makes things happen. The ball comes to him, he's a playmaker. Just when you need something to initiate the play, instead of the ball's there, all the pressure's on LeBron, what are we going to do next, or all the pressure's on the guards. This uh, gentleman, Christian Wood, is an actual playmaker. Things are going to happen. Not a lot of assists, I wouldn't mind seeing a few more, but maybe on the Lakers, That'll be emphasised. I really think the emphasis will be the three-point shot. And the question will be trying to fit in, trying to show some good character and trying to show some defence and make a difference where your real plus minus wins games. Because some stats last year had him amongst amongst the worst defenders um, in some uh, metrics. So this will be really good. What an opportunity for Christian Wood. Now, when we talk about opportunity, is there another example? Well, here's a sentence here in Thomas Bryant that took that opportunity to sort of uh, rebuild his career value. And, of course, the Lakers, they were able to get a trade with um, three second-round picks there with Denver. But Thomas Bryant, obviously a team wanted to trade for him. Now, that's even possibly an option maybe after December for... Um, Christian Wood, perhaps the Lakers if it wasn't quite going as well or if it looked like he definitely didn't want to stay with this team or couldn't get any minutes and it wasn't quite fitting together, perhaps there would be a trade for a, a second rounder or something like that to get something for the effort of um, discovering each other, perhaps you'd like to say the Lakers and Christian Wood. Now, uh, we've talked about that points. They are fantastic. Coming to the Lakers, can you revive those this year? And would you be alone in doing so? Well, here's two examples right here. Now, Malik Monk, he ended up with good money from, in fact, the Lakers couldn't match the money, going to the Sacramento Kings and having a good year there. And, of course, our own Dennis Schroeder, recent ex-Laker, Laker, just won the World Cup playing for Germany. In fact, top scored there with 28 points, I believe, in the gold medal game. What a, a good series he's had. And what a way to sort of reinvigorate your career when from the Lakers he'd gone to Boston and then to Houston and it looked like wasn't much happening. He'd been in Euroball and was playing well and there was a bit of a Lakers lifeline and there was rumours the Lakers had offered or talked about. I'm not sure the offer was actually on paper, but there was talk of like a four-year, $84 million offer so that this guy could have been a $21 million a year player. The good news is two years, $13 million each year with the Raptors and a win in the World Cup. Dennis Schroeder, people love to see an ex-Laker going well. Good on you, Dennis. You'll be missed, I believe. There'll be a few people already on the fan forums saying, could we have Dennis Schroeder? I'm sorry we've lost him. And really, evidence of what you can do being what you did in the FIBA World Cup. Congratulations, former Laker.
Dennis Schroeder. Who else hopped on the congratulations wagon? LeBron James. Dennis Schroeder, congrats on winning. And uh, there it is. He hopped on the Twitter. I'm not a Twitter man, but I'll say look, locate this picture today. And what great work there. LeBron, always been a bit of a fan, I think, of Dennis Schroeder since they played a season before. And, of course, Dennis went over there to the Boston Celtics after... There was a bit of a fallout in terms of the understanding, misunderstanding on that offer from the Lakers. So, well done, uh, Dennis Schroeder, and good to see you've gained the appreciation of LeBron James. Congratulations, you'll be missed. Now, here's a question from D Styles at the nation's capital. Great question, D Styles. Is LeBron-led revenge tour rumours a worry or an advantage? Oh, oh, who's it an advantage to? Is it an advantage to us because uh, the man will keep himself in such good shape all through the season that he's going to um, be so good, he'll finish the season, he's so fit, and then he'll be able to go to the Olympics and AD will be the same? Or is it a case that he, he'll be injured or have to manage himself so much better um, that really the load management might come into play? We've got more on that in a minute. But we'll look at this team here with Durant there and Lillard. And, and uh, tell you what, it is a fantastic looking team. Tatum and uh, Stephen Curry. Imagine if he could get that. And AD, that photo there, of course, credit going to Clutch Sports where uh, they're a great source for information and please go and go and look at all the podcasts and um, YouTubes and Clutch Sport, of course, one of the ones that uh, are really worth a look. Now, we said we'd like to look at all of them. What about this question, though? D-Styles, great one. Is it going to be an advantage or disadvantage? Is it a disadvantage to others? Because the man is so connected. Is he going to pull all these players in like Durant and uh, Tatum and uh, look at their Anthony Davis for sure? They needed that sort of centre. Wouldn't that have worked? What a rivalry in that um, the uh, Jaron Jackson was given uh, Defensive Player of the Year and everyone said, what about, what about Davis? And they said, no, no, Jaron Jackson's Defensive Player of the Year. And then... In the World Cup, I bet they would have been pretty happy to have Anthony Davis. Here you go. Here's another one. And it relates to the previous question from D Styles in that isn't an advantage if someone like LeBron's already thinking ahead and how can I get into the uh, Olympic team? I'm sure he only has to say so, but how can he get through the season more likely and get into uh, Olympic mode post-season? Well, if you've got to um, sort of rest manage yourself over that time, this is going to be an interesting factor that might come into play. Sham Sharania, he's always good, Shams. The NBA Board of Governors is expected to vote this week. Well, they have. It got cleared today that a team is unable to rest two stars. Now, they're talking about someone 
being an all-star anywhere in the last three years. So that's difficult. That's a grey area on who's a star. I mean, uh, Austin Reeves might think he's a star. Christian Wood on the veterans minimum might think he's a star and not want to be rested. But at this stage, it looks like it's a person who's been an all-star in one of the last three years and a few other parameters that are starting to emerge. There's also looks like some forgivings or um, rules where if a player is a certain age um, they might be able to rest the second game of a back-to-back what if a player has a certain load of play over recent years Um, perhaps these internationals perhaps it's been the representative matches the uh, 100 game seasons like LeBron had to play back to back to back because he'd play all (laughs) he'd play 80 games and then he would have to play the uh, postseason. So this is a guy who's got almost an extra season or two in his legs, despite only playing a certain number of years. It's almost like there's another one or two on top because of how often he's been in the postseason. Uh, so a few of these rules are starting to emerge as to how the Lakers might manage it. It's also interesting for the Lakers in that they're a team that has 15 back-to-backs. Now, in that 15 back-to-backs, that's a lot to manage. Now, you could have one star off. You could maybe rest Davis one night, LeBron the other. Again, something to manage. You've got to let the league know in advance, like up to a week in advance there of your intention to rest a player. And um, there's also a uh, rule regarding national TV games. So those uh, TV stations that are playing the big money, then um, if it's a nationally televised game, there's rules where you'll be fined too if you rest players on a nationally televised game. Of the Lakers' 15 back-to-backs, it looks like five of those are nationally televised games. So um, a little bit of management, I'm sure, already. They've got the whiteboard out or the year planner, as everyone else does at home. What night's garbage night? I'm not sure LeBron's too worried about that, but he would have uh, what night. Uh, can we rest different players during this um, calendar year or um, calendar of games? Now, Team USA, this is a scary looking team. If he's going to do this, how's he? I'd love to see it, but it doesn't really solve the World Cup. Like, it's, it's the Olympics. It looks like they're already the defending Olympic champions. There's been good interest in the United States in Olympic wins. What about World Cups? It's that FIBA World Cup where they haven't won in the World Cup for a while. So congratulations. It'll be great if you get a big name team in for all of this. And I hope you do because people watching will love it. But um, And a nice way perhaps as a bit of a farewell tour of LeBron. It's probably not another four years where he might go to Olympics, but you never know. Maybe he'll do it like Carmelo. Maybe they could have had Carmelo this time, the USA. So uh, a little bit of other news there. Brandon Ingram reckons he'll wait but he, until uh, he negotiates his contract till the off season of 2024 but he's not on a bad deal to start with 33.8 million this year the former laker and 36 million dollars there with the pelicans people are saying to me look i hope palinka's got his eyes closed because the rockets have got a player there kevin porter jr who's on it sadly on an assault charge there for his partner and um look 
they want to trade him. I hope our man, uh, Polinka, isn't looking. He's taken on enough projects, the fans have said. Please tell him not to take on another project. Here's one, the Kings of Wave, Nerland's Noel and Namias Coita. Now, Coita was a player of Portuguese extract, but quite a strong player that we were interested in as banger when we needed someone. Our worry about the Christian Woods is whether they're okay about playing the shorter minutes. We just were really looking for a person in that 14th spot. And typically, there's only about 10 or 12, 15 minutes a game on a good day. So we like the look of this young guy who could really bang, solid player, that could really bump around because we've got an AD. We need more like the uh, someone who can bang and bop around the way we like Markeith Morris in the past. And we like the look of this guy, Namias Quinta. But he probably is a centre. And it probably means we've got enough centres at the moment. And it looks like this team will keep that 14th spot open, or 15th spot really. Now we've got the 14th contract with Christian Wood. Looks like we'll keep that open until free agency. So it could be January, February where that really gets busy. So the Lakers might keep that spot open for a while. I'm hoping, as we broadcast in one of our earlier episodes, that that would mean rotating through some of those two-way contract guys so that we might get a look at some of those guys. And as you know, we're big fans of Demoy Hodge. We'd love to see him up there, and we don't mind the fudge, but we'd love to see Demoy Hodge up there for a run as well. And people have said to me, what about a Lakers looksy, Tony? What are you watching in terms of Laker looksy? Because the FIBA World Cup's over. What can I look at? And go, oh, I'll get a good look on this. I've been having a little look at on Netflix a movie or a doco, sports doco movie about the G League. And that's not bad. I'd give that about 7 out of 10, 6.8. That is worth a look. So if you're looking on the Lakers looksy, what would you have a look at, Tony? The G League Netflix show. Until next time, please like, subscribe, share, comment, comment on this team. Should the Lakers be involved in this 2024 team, or is it only going to lead to injury concerns and trouble for our, our young men like LeBron and Anthony Davis for Team USA? Should they be on the revenge tour or just concentrate on the Lakers tour? Is this an opportunity too good to miss? Until next time, we've enjoyed your company. Thank you very much. Have a safe week. Goodbye for now.